It's time for the Coggler Halloween Spooktacular! <laughs> Hello. Hi. So, this year is different because over the last month, Bahi Yusuf has seen more horror movies than he has in his whole entire life. I would think that's fair to say, actually. Also, he was not forced to do it like last year when Ian and I made him do it. This was his own undertaking upon his own volition. He did it all by himself. And I'm going to speak on his behalf here and say, I think he had a pretty good time. I think I had a good time because I was able to pick the movies I wanted to watch. (laughs) And I, you know, look, I went into it very clearly that I wanted to watch films within the horror genre that, that would appeal to me, right? So I didn't do the classic body horror stuff. I didn't do the gore stuff because those movies don't do anything for me. I recently heard about this description called the elevated horror film. And I I think that's where I like to be in. You mean things like Hereditary, Midsommar, stuff like that? Hereditary, Midsommar. I mean, I've seen Nope being described as an elevated horror movie. And I think to me, that's that's where I am. That's where my jam is with regards to the horror. Okay, so I'm a bit different. Like, I love those kinds of movies and I enjoy watching them. But they don't really do it for me from a horror perspective. Mm. I like the more visceral horror films. Right. So I enjoy Halloween. The good ones, not the bad ones. (laughs) I enjoy movies like Conjuring. I like... I like the ghost stories. I don't necessarily mm. enjoy jump scares, not because not because I find them particularly frightening, but because in this day and age, I think they're kind of cheap. And so yes. when a director overuses them, I feel it unnecessary. Yeah. But I get where you're coming from. There are a lot of great elevated horror films that are pretty scary. I mean, would you consider It Follows to be an elevated horror film? Oh, that's. A- I think they will be on the... I think it's on the line. Okay. I really, really enjoyed It Follows. But It Follows sort of really is concerned with the story that it's telling. It's the idea of this evil thing that's just plodding along after you. There's no chasing. There's no jumping. There's no scares. It's this constant dread throughout the film. So I would think it's uh, elevated. So that's what I wanted to talk about because I think horror as a genre does get the short end of the straw from audiences. Because Mm. when I recommend something to people as a horror film, I have to be very careful because a lot of the time they may come back to me and go, eh, not scary or so. Yes, yeah. But horror, in my opinion, is a lot like the superhero film. You can't just put that label on everything because it's actually a massive genre that covers a wide variety of types and i think horror is like that right because yes there are the jump scare movies there are the supernatural ghost stuff there are the slasher flicks the thrillers the stuff like Guillermo del toro's cabinet of curiosities and twilight zone where it may not necessarily be super scary but the concepts within them are quite horrifying and they keep you up at night there's a lot of different kinds of horror and so i think the genre gets a bit of a short shrift la, when it comes to people just looking for something to scare them silly. And I think that is probably the biggest problem with the horror genre, right? Because 
you you are wrapping up the thriller you're wrapping up the human horror story you're wrapping in the ghost supernatural stuff you're sometimes wrapping in alien stuff so the the term horror has to do a lot of carrying like you said when someone is coming into it and you recommend a in inverted commas a horror film they're coming into it thinking oh ghosts but then it subverts that by suddenly being oh it's just about a crazy murderer but also i think horror is quite a unique genre because you bring your own baggage to the table in very unique ways so mm. we did a 31 days of horror thing on social media you can find it on all of our social media channels where we were just kind of listing a movie a day for the whole month of october which we think is a good representation of horror obviously it's only 31 there are hundreds of great horror movies out there we just started with 31 i'm sure we'll do it again next year and you can have another 31 but we tried to go quite broad and wide and when i say you bring your own baggage i think about something like m night shyamalan's servant on apple tv plus yeah yes it's beautifully shot it's in the single location for most of the time there is a creep factor but then i'm thinking actually in that show there's a great example of all of the various things people could find horrifying if you mm. are a mother of a child that thing will horrify you in a different way if yeah. you've ever worked as a babysitter for a strange family that thing will horrify you if you are a chef who suddenly loses your sense of taste that's going to fuck you up as well and so you bring all of these things i mean we recently saw a movie called barbarian on disney plus hotstar you can listen to our review of that tomorrow but if you watch that movie as a woman you are going to take something completely different away from it than if you're watching it as a man and that's going to be horrifying to you on a different level again i come back to the idea that the horror genre has to do a lot of caring because over the course of October we've seen you know something like the Halloween series right at one point there was this idea that maybe it's just a crazy murderer murdering people and then they tried to add the supernatural element to it you know in a different film oh you can't he can't be killed you know and then it tries and makes it makes it psychological and yet they all fall under the term horror i love the tv show evil because it's sort of to me what the exorcism of emily rose does in that it brings the potential for supernatural horror and puts it up against the scientific and the medical and the logical that meeting of the two is for me where i find most horror and yet how do you classify something like evil is it a supernatural horror is it a human horror you know because some episodes are very clearly about humans being evil without the need for satan and ghosts and demons and all that right so that for me is where i'm always falling in because whenever somebody says you don't like horror i say i don't like some types of horror i love haunting of hill house that's that's just straight up horror and yet I've seen stuff this month that I feel like doesn't work for me. I thought Midsommar was a really good movie. I'm not entirely sure why that's horror. But I think it's the situation, right? In the sense that she is this lone woman in this weird Scandinavian situation that is kind of horrifying 
if not particularly scary for the audience. But yeah. I think the idea is that you need to put yourself in her shoes. So unlike Haunting of Hill House, where there are actual ghosts that scare the crap out of you, I would say Midsommar is more like Midnight Mass to a certain extent, where mm. it's mm. scary because you're putting yourself in the shoes of those individuals. Like watching yeah. the show proper yeah okay midnight mess had a couple of jump scares but watching the show proper isn't necessarily scary but when you start thinking about it and the situation that these people are in then you get a little scared yeah 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 and yet again the the straight up boo scary stuff like paranormal activity or blair witch project or the exorcist i mean the exorcist treads a fine line because i think the exorcist is more like evil in, in how it's actually philosophical yeah. and kind of ties belief and religion into the idea of ghosts and demons and possession. But at the same time, there are visceral scares in that movie as well, right? Regan mm. does some crazy fucking shit and you are yeah. terrified when you see those things happen. But there are also, on the other hand, movies like The Shining, which are completely psychological. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's about isolation and it's about American society. And one of the things that I put on the list of 31 movies, which when it came out, got some of the worst reviews ever, but has since achieved cult status, is Event Horizon, mm. which is a sci-fi movie. I hated it when it came out. Like, right. I remember a friend of mine dragging me to the cinema, dragging a whole bunch of us to the cinema to watch this movie because we went in thinking it's a sci-fi movie. We had not seen the trailer. Right. Like, this was back right. in the day when Wanutama only had an old block and one TGV cinema, <laughs> right? And we walk in to see this film and it's about a spaceship going to hell. And we're like, what the fuck is going on but on a rewatch recently i was like oh paul ws anderson does some really clever shit like it's yeah fucking scary it makes no narrative sense at all but it's fucking scary right so there are i think horror can take on many forms and i think it's really really interesting i mean there are like we're talking about this on a podcast for like 15 minutes but there are books and papers that have been written about this mm. And what's interesting about even all of those academic studies is, yes, they are done by much smarter people than us. But as the audience, I think because horror is such a visceral experience, you will get it too. Like you don't need yeah. to read an academic paper to understand why something is scary. Yeah. However, I think there are certain movies to get why it's good you may need a little help along the way. I know I do. Like some movies, I don't understand why they're good. And sometimes I read some other things about it and I'm just like, oh, okay, I get what the director is doing. Mm. But mm. horror as a genre is different, right? I think horror as a genre hits us somewhere like deeply emotional and it works on that level. You said something earlier and I think that's where the best, for me, best horror films come from. It makes you feel. For me, I don't, want a jump scare i think that is no. cheap i think it is lazy i want to think about it 20 years later two of my absolute favorites identity from 2003 i don't know why i like it it's a james mangold film it's a good movie it's a great movie right john cusack right yeah but it's not 
it's not the traditional horror. There are no real sort of ghostly type things. There's a murderer. It's a psychological thriller. But the twist at the end is what really kills me. And I love it for that. The other one I really, really like is 13 Ghosts from 2001. It's this idea that those movies make me feel. They, they stay with me 20 plus years later. I can still see the sort of glass house that they go into in 13 Ghosts with the Latin phrases on, 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 on each wall saying it will make you then see the ghosts. To me, that's just bonkers, right? In the same way, there's a movie called The Strangers with Liv Tyler. Yeah. And it's a very simple concept, but it's absolutely terrifying. It's just literally yeah. about a home invasion. These people break into the house and they brutalize the people who live in the house. It's something that is so terrifying because there's no reason or motivation given at all. And if you even think about it for a second, you are like, yes, this is something that could happen to any of us because yes. violence and that sort of crime is indiscriminate. And sometimes there is no motivation. And hell, I live in a house. It could happen to me. I mean, like, that's the idea, right? Yeah. And it hits you on such a base level that it'll have you scared for years afterwards. And like to sort of make the twist with something like Nicole Kidman's The Others. It's not that scary, but it fucks with your mind. You know what I mean? Like, what if you're the ghost? You're the one haunting the house, but you don't know it. It's that yeah. idea of subversion of expectations. And that, again, was also beautifully done. And I, I think my thesis is that the term horror, the genre horror is too weighted in that it has too much to do. You need to add a thing before it or after it. It's a thriller horror. It's a psychological horror. Folk horror. A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night is a romance spaghetti western horror. You know, you need to add something to it to justify it because I think those sub-genres is what's important for the horror term. And it prepares you for what you're about to get. And I think that's very important. I mean, we would like to encourage you to check out our social media feeds where we've listed down 31 movies we think you should watch if you love horror or even if you want to learn about horror because we think we've covered a broad spectrum of the genre. Let us know what should be on that list. Let us know all the things we've missed. I mean, we obviously trawl through a lot of horror movies, we saw a whole bunch of them, and then we kind of narrowed it down to these 31 for 2022. But we want to know what you think and what movies deserve to be on that list and also what movies scared you the most because you can't get away from being scared when we talk about horror. So let us know what you think. You know how to reach out. All of our social media feeds are GogglerMY. You can also email us on podcast at goggler.my or send us a WhatsApp on the Goggler hotline, 012-524-5208. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Goggler Podcast.